0: Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, uh, you know, lots of chatter about climate change over the course of the election, except from the conservatives. Many said the conservatives didn't have a plan. Uh, and then uh, post-election, we can we we see uh, government still fighting uh, the uh, sorry provincial government still fighting the federal government on the carbon tax, Ontario. One of those. Uh, Uh, governments that's doing that by the way coming up in about 15 minutes we're going to talk to Jeff Urich Minister of the Environment Conservation and Parks for Ontario to ask him about Ontario government going to conduct a multi-year study uh, to assess change in the climate and the impacts that it has on us on infrastructure what have you Uh, and the government uh, is uh, engaged in this over the next couple of years many say that is going to take too long uh, and it won't be completed before the next election. To talk more about this, Henry Jasek is with us, Professor, Political Science, McMaster University. He is with us now. Henry, thanks for the time, as always. Much appreciated.
1: Okay, my pleasure to be on with you.
0: So, your thoughts on all of this? Uh, uh, coming up with an economic uh, an economic uh, assessment, I guess, or sorry, uh, not an economic assessment, an environmental assessment at this right. point. Uh, I'm thinking of the economic statement from last week. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, yes. Uh, why wasn't there mo- more chatter about that? Let's go to the economic statement first. How come we didn't hear more about that? It seemed we hear more, we seemed to hear more about it before it was actually released than after.
1: Yeah, I don't think there was uh, a lot of surprises there. If there was one surprise, it was confusion about the numbers because we have, uh, you know, we the, the Premier chimed in and he had, at times, a different number on certain things than his finance minister. And then the <laughs> we have the uh, Auditor General coming in and saying, no, the Premier's got numbers mixed up. And I just think that probably just turned people off and saying, well, we don't know what numbers are correct, so we're just not going to pay too much attention to it. But it, it didn't work out very well. They needed a clear message, a clear spokesperson. I think the, the premier would have been much better off if he just left all the talking to the finance minister. Uh, so There'd be more clarity, I think.
0: Uh, there doesn't seem to be much negativity around this. Is that because he loosened the purse strings? Well, he certainly did. I mean, he did some of that in terms of, you know,
1: trying to back off of things that were very unpopular, and and, and including this environmental assessment as part of this as well, is that I think, uh, and even their behavior in the legislature has changed too over the past five months. I mean, I think the party was shocked. I, I certainly think um, the government was shocked. Then that uh, the premier was shocked about how badly he has fallen uh, in in the esteem of the uh, uh, Ontario public, and particularly those who vo- voted for him. I mean, it, it is a very, very. Sh- I don't. I can't think of a case of where. Uh, uh, an elected premier Prime Minister dropped so quickly in one year, losing about according to some surveys at least uh, half his support so um, and plus you know the fact that he can't, can't even go around the province without getting booed so you know that it it that has to be a terrible shock um and uh I think they they want to do something they want to change the tune they want to essentially look more positive. Uh, and that, and I think that certainly feeds into the environmental assessment uh, that they're they're talking about because they they don't want people to focus on the fact that the, the, mainly their 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 talk about the environment was essentially attacking what the uh, the liberals, the NDP, and the Greens wanted them to do, and uh, basically that that just created a negative image that they weren't really taking it all seriously, and so uh, you know they're trying to uh, put out this. Ass- a plan that looks like they're actually going to try to deal with it and deal with some of the problems associated with carbon, you know, with the climate change that, so that people y- like, yeah.
0: Your thoughts on this uh, multi-year study? Opposition has said it will it will take too long to complete. Um, is is this a step in the right direction? Obviously, conservatives have heard that people want more action on this.
1: Yeah, well, I think they wasted a year. I mean, this it would have been much better if they were saying this a year ago. <laughs> I think I would have felt that they were on top of it. But they waited, you know, we're a year and a half into their mandate, and now they want to start uh, an assessment. And we know that there was uh, the pre- previous liberal government had started its own assessment. We also know that when there was an <laughs> environmental commissioner, she was also looking into this. And of course, to add to the negativity that the uh, that the Fed, prov- current provincial government engendered on this whole area, they they got rid of the independent environmental commissioner. So that just and, and of course that work all stopped by her. Although she is now commenting as a private citizen, but uh, yeah, so they've they've wasted a lot of time. Uh, you know, a two-year study, a thorough study. You know, we could understand that, but I think it's just it's it's going to go. You know, it's probably going to go way too long. For most people and they may still have to do that to do it right but i think they they need to take some positive steps and i would think they need to do something positive within a year they don't have to wait for the final report I mean, we do know there are certain problems that climate change is causing, and we know, for example, uh, stormwater is is a big problem in our in our urban areas. Toronto and Hamilton are good examples of that, and there's other places as well. They could cut, start to come up with a uh, a preliminary package in terms of helping municipalities, uh, you know, to, um, deal with their stormwater problems and 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 the, and the and the lack of proper sewers or no sewers at all for that. So that they need, I think they need to do something, because if they go in the next election and said, we have a plan, we had an assessment, we paid all this money out to have the thing assessed, and here's the plan right now, but we've been in office for four years and we haven't done anything, well, that that's not going to make them look very good.
0: What question would you have for Jeff Urich, the Minister of the Environment, since he's coming up next?
1: Okay, is he going to do anything concrete, you know, before the next election? You know, what is he, you know... What what is concrete? What you know? I, I've read carefully his statements and uh, the the government statements, and they repeat some sort of generalities. And sometimes I don't even know what it means. So they're talking about uh, in their own release. They have a more strategic approach uh, to uh, adaptation planning and infrastructure investments to prevent uh, and mitigate uh, climate change risks. But what does that mean? There's nothing concrete about that. Those are sort of nice words, but I don't know what they really mean. And I think the public's going to be the same thing. I mean, because a lot of the language is is very general. It it could, you know, and they repeat it often enough. But I'm trying to I'm trying to see what it, uh, you know, what it what it what it's done. If it can give some examples, even in one part later later on in their report, they say, well, we're we're going to get a large emitters to. Um, to finalize their uh, to, uh, to uh, conform to new emissions performance standards, so if they can they need to show by the time they come to an election that they that there's actually some concrete things have been done i don't i don 't think people at this point would expect them to do you know do do the major you know the major thrust here because of the timing, but that they, they really need to show they would do something, so are they going to do anything concrete by the next election day? Or is it, or, or are are all they going to have is another study? That's that's the question I would put to Jeff.
0: Urick. I will large uh, group of Canadians, large segment of the Canadian population, no matter what uh, party they voted for, said that they wanted some sort of uh, plan for climate change. Uh, you know, I've heard numbers as high as two thirds or even seventy percent. Mm. Uh, somebody, you know, people want something to want to do something. Um, what do Canadians need to do to get a grasp of this, to under, fully understand what is going on, and 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 to recognize solutions when they see them?
1: Well, I think I think I think what there is what what governments can do and get a pretty broad consensus is essentially to do concrete things that deal with problems here and now. I mean, if you have a situation where we have heavier rainstorms and we have a flooding in a certain area. For the government to go in and do some sort of infrastructure construction there so that doesn't happen again or doesn't look like it's going to happen again, I think the government can do it and they probably would have a vast majority of people say, yeah, that's great. Uh, uh, or, you know, out. I don't know. I was, uh, some plan uh it isn't affect uh, us in southern Ontario all that much, but all the fires we're having and I even though it it might affect from time to time northern Ontario, but it really affects, you know, the people out west in Alberta, British Columbia, and of course it's all amplified by the horrible pictures we get out of California. Uh but, but the government has to show that it's, you know, that that it's doing something concrete to deal with the – these are very practical problems that I think a majority of the people would, would sort of say, okay, the government's doing something right here, that and, yeah. and we're pretty and, – and we're happy they're underway. So, you know, some of those things – now, there may be other things that we're going to have to do, but I think – uh, assuming we're going to have more and more severe storms, we got we essentially have to do something to uh, mitigate against though. And even when they report, they talk about ice storms and wind storms. They have to deal with. Well, they have to show that since they raised the question of ice and wind storms, they probably should say concretely. Well, maybe here's some steps we can begin to deal with ice and uh, and and wind storms. I mean, ice storms in particular. We know that. Um, oftentimes... uh, You mean from an
0: infrastructure point of view? Yeah, Yeah. from
1: an infrastructure point of view. And that'll get the government away from this fight, which I don't think the people... People probably think is a big mistake about fighting the carbon tax. $30 million for lawyers to fight a court battle over carbon tax that they're not going to win. I think... I mean, I think there's a large majority of the population said, you should not be spending $30 million on a court fight like this. Let's forget about that. Let's do something positive. And uh, and uh, you know uh, show you you're your getting going and uh, I mean it could be as simple as we we know from the ice storms and uh, engineers and I've talked to engineers here at Mac and other places you know one of the clear clear problems with a lot of these ice storms is that there's not proper maintenance on our um, our electrical infrastructure yeah. our towers and stuff and and you, you you know and they they would tell me said well yeah you look at the, they pick up a picture and they show uh, Two 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 types of towers going. One's collapsed, another ones haven't. And they said, yeah, we can tell you the ones that collapsed. We can tell you exactly what maintenance wasn't done on that yeah. uh, on those towers that you have to change every once in a while. You have to change and reinforce the nuts and bolts in those tires they, uh, in those towers. They don't last forever, so you know. And so so maintenance is something that the, the government could say, okay, we're going to put money into maintenance. But they're they're very uh, they're very you know they. Uh, They're unwilling to do that, and you know, in the past, actually, when 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 the late, you know, (laughs) I'm just going blank on him, but anyways, former uh, former uh, finance minister Flaherty, John Flaherty, Joe uh, was on. Uh, He had, you know, I talked to him about this because a lot of our public buildings that were, you know, that were supported by Mm -hmm. the government, the maintenance bills were, you know, there were huge maintenance deficits and that the government was just not giving money for this. And then Flaherty was very interesting. I always got along with him. He he was so honest. I'm going to have to
0: let you go here, Henry, simply because uh, we've got the minister on. Thank you, Henry. Much appreciated. Henry Jasek has been with us, professor of political science, McMaster University. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Let's bring in Jeff Urich, Minister of the Environment, Conservation and Parks for Ontario and is with us now. Jeff, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Well, thanks for having me on. So what can you tell us about this uh, environmental assessment? Some are saying it will take too long and won't be done before the next election. Your thoughts?
2: Uh, the way the plan is going forward is we do a climate uh, impact assessment across the entire province in order to uh, show municipalities and communities where uh, the major impacts can be so they can prioritize their, their fight against climate change. Uh, we'll uh, go through uh, a contract uh, reach-out at this point, and we should have somebody signed on by early spring. And then over the next two years, we'll uh, go through the, uh, the assessment to make sure it's done accurately. And uh, the research is fulsome, and, um, you know, that uh, should be well before the election uh, comes forth.
0: Uh, many have said this is a, uh, a result that now conservatives are realizing they have to do something, mention more about the environment. Uh, the professor we were just speaking with, uh, you know, his question was, uh, are you going to do anything concrete before the next election? We're, we're hearing a lot of great talking points and a lot of generalities, but what does that really mean? What is really going to happen here before the next election?
2: Well, you know, I I wouldn't agree with your original statement. Uh, This climate impact assessment was announced in our draft uh, Made in Ontario Environment Plan last November, so we're just implementing uh, what we've put forth in our draft. We have already sent to the uh, federal government our performance standards for uh, the uh, high-emitting industry. It uh, will uh, reduce their rates once they get the sign-off on that. It's much like Alberta's model, but a little more stricter than what they've put in place. Uh, we're moving towards uh, uh, adding renewable uh, content into our fuel, so upping the ethanol content to 15% in our gas. Uh, we're changing the entire recycling program of this province in order to get the plastics and waste uh, out of the landfill and back into a circular economy. So there's a, there's a number of efforts that we've already implicated, and... Uh, and, and going forward, I mean, we are going to make sure that uh, our, our environmental plan uh, is a living document that continues to evolve as, as we progress through the years.
0: Uh, Are you worried that the conservatives are being painted with the brush that they have no plan uh, or no plan that's even uh, close to what the other parties have as as, as far as uh, extensive extensiveness of it all the fact that, you know, we're spending all of this money on a court case in regard to carbon tax, which for the most part probably looks like we're going to lose at the end of the day, wouldn't that money be better spent somewhere else?
2: Well, we have a plan we put out last November. It's coming up to the year, and uh, we're beginning to implement it. So the, for, for anyone saying oh, that we don't have a plan, we, we've actually put together a plan that is continually evolving. Uh, um, you know, with this uh, investment we're making in the GTA uh, with regards to the new transit structures, is going to remove over uh, a million tons of carbon when it's up and operating by 2027. Um, we're going to be electrifying the GO network over the, the next uh, four or five years in order, and that will decrease the uh, the impact. So we're doing multiple issues with regards to the environment through multiple different uh, ministries. And, you know, as I said, we're, we're having continual discussions with uh, people of this province, with stakeholders, uh, other levels of government uh, in order to continually uh, shape our environmental plan uh, as we go through. And this impact uh, assessment that we announced yesterday is, is part of that plan so that we can prioritize uh, our, our actions so that we can deal with the natural hazards to adapt to climate change, um, the, the flooding that is ongoing, the erosion in our lakes. Um, we need to make sure that uh, we're doing the right actions to to protect people from those hazards.
0: What about infrastructure in order to ready ourselves for this? Um, you know, something to combat flooding, uh, uh, in reinforcing infrastructure and in, in flood, uh, flood emergency procedure, that sort of thing. What are we doing to be able to uh, withstand the oncoming climate change?
2: well there's uh the uh the 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 environment plan uh, is stated there that our, one of our goals is to deal with uh, the infrastructure to deal with uh, uh the the adaptation to climate change uh, there's the the green fund that's a a, a joint uh, infrastructure fund put out by the federal and provincial governments that municipalities are now applying for which could be used towards the green infrastructure fund We have the Flood Advisors Report, which uh, was just received by the Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry, which has done a a great review of uh, uh, the the flood-affected areas of Ontario from the last season, so that will give us some direction going forward. And, uh, you know, as I said, uh, we'll continue uh, working with the Minister of Infrastructure, Minister of Transportation, Minister of Finance, uh, as we move forward to, uh, to deal with the adaptation of these changes happening in climate.
0: It appears with the last federal election that two-thirds of, uh, and not to mix federal and, and provincial, but boy, that sure. seems to be the thing nowadays. Uh, it seems that a, lo- a large portion of the country, some say even is, is two-thirds to 70 percent, voted for parties who want some sort of carbon tax or, 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 or such. Does that change the conservative focus at all?
2: Well, I, you know, I, I'd question that that was the reason why uh, they voted it. Uh, uh, against the, uh, the Federal Conservative Party. I mean, they, uh, Angus Reid did a poll just before the election and, uh, 20% of the Green Party, uh, supporters, uh, were against the carbon tax and, and 30% of NDP supporters were against the carbon tax. So I don't think you can generalize, uh, that effect. But I think what people want is a, is a party that, uh, has a plan to, uh, deal with reducing our emissions and 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 cleaning up our environment protecting our air land and water and and uh, you know we're doing that provincially and and a, a party that runs without a climate plan uh, is most likely not uh, uh, going to form government. So, you know, we're going to continue to implement our plan. We're going to work with municipalities and the federal government, whoever the new minister environment may be. And, and, and you know, we, we depoliticize this system, this issue, and, and work for the better, betterment of Ontario.
0: Hmm. Jeff Yurick has been with us, Minister of the Environment, Conservation and Parks for Ontario. Ontario going to conduct a multi-year study to assess the impacts of climate change. Jeff, thanks so much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Thank you very much.